Okay, so I may be wrong about the Chicago Bulls. Hope you guys are having a fantastic time while you're listening to this podcast, and hopefully I can entertain you guys for the next 10 to 15 minutes while it is happening. My name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Memphis Grizzlies were able to go 2-for-2 two two with the Chicago Bulls this season, this time 126-115. to The Memphis Grizzlies improved to two games above 500, 28-26, and the Bulls fall 10 games below 500, 22, sorry, 11 games. 22 and 33. I cannot do math on a weekend. Grizzlies and Bulls were tied at halftime through one and two quarters, actually. And the Grizzlies started pulling away in the third and especially in the fourth quarter. And so this was a fantastic game for us. Let's get into some stats for the Memphis Grizzlies. Kyle Anderson starting off like we always do with six points. 11 rebounds, 7 assists for the small forward. 2 for 8 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3. Low point, that was a low point for him. But he's able to get 2 blocks as well and a steal, like I mentioned. And so, I would say it was a pretty good night for Kyle Anderson. Puts up 11 rebounds. Really, really, really good. Dylan Brooks with 32 points. See, Dylan Brooks will just go off sometimes. 32 points, 2 assists, 2 rebounds. 12 for 19 from the field. Four for seven from three. Missed one of his five free throw attempts. And yeah, he fouled five times, but it was a great night for him. Jonas Valanciunas with 16.7 rebounds. This is he broke the streak of most of consecutive double doubles in franchise history. Um, with five assists as well, with seven for nine from the field. One for two from three, one for one from the free throw line. So it was a great night for him. Um, didn't get it done for rebounding as much as he normally does, but seven rebounds is nothing to complain about, especially since Kyle Anderson helped out with the 11. John Morant with 15 points tonight, five for 11 from the field, five assists, seven rebounds as well for him, four for six from the free throw line, making his one of three three-point attempts. Grayson Allen in his 26 minutes of action had 11 points, three for seven from the field, and those three shots were the only shots that he made the entire game, going three for nine from the field, Overall, still having a hard time from the free throw line with two for four from the field, from free throw line, three rebounds, three assists, two fouls for Grayson Allen. So a good night for him. Memphis Grizzlies got excellent help off of the bench. Everybody scored except Sean McDermott, who played one minute. Starting off with Killian Tilly with six points tonight, two assists, two steals, one block, three rebounds, two for six all around the three-point arc, and two for seven from the field overall. Xavier Tillman with 14 points. He goes off tonight, 4 for 6 from the field, 2 for 4 from 3, 4 for 4 from the free throw line. Two rebounds, two steals, one block for him. He had a great night, especially in the first quarter he was popping off. Uh, And yeah, much needed help from him off of the bench leading score. Uh, Tyus Jones had a bounce back game of 10.7 assists, 2 steals, 4 for 7 from the field overall, 2 for 3 from 3. Like I said, uh, Sean McDermott with 0 points, 0 stats overall with one minute left in the game. John Conchar puts up 8 tonight in his 16 minutes of play. 3 for 4 from the field, 
two for two from the free throw line, picking up three, three, sorry, three rebounds and one steal. And finally, Desmond Bain puts up eight points tonight, two for three from three, three for six from the field overall. Four rebounds for him and one turnover, two fouls. And yeah, it was a great night for him. I love how our bench can just score threes, which I'll talk about that in a little bit. But we just have a great bench. Um, and yeah, especially with um, especially with Desmond Bain just putting up threes. Uh, Xavier Tillman putting up threes more often as well. Yeah, Killian Tilly's also been shooting threes from the center position as well. And so yeah, it was a great night for all these guys off of the bench. Memphis Grizzlies as a team shot a very impressive 52% from the field. 42% from three, and 79% from the free throw line. 42 rebounds, 33 assists, th- uh, sorry, nine steals, four blocks, five turnovers, and 17 fouls. So the Grizzlies were able to limit the turnovers to just five, which was really, really good and a big uh, turning point of this game. You were able to have ball security. And, yeah, assisting, as the Grizzlies always do really well, really, really well, 33 assists, not too shabby. Now let's talk about the Chicago Bulls. Before we get into stats, um, obviously, they lost this game, and they have not been doing good since they got Nikola Vucevic. Um, they were it's a they were a, clearly like a win now mentality because they traded a couple first round picks, um, and it's not working for them. Uh, obviously, um, this is the player that I forget the most often. Zach Levine um, was out tonight, but yeah, the Bulls with with him have not been playing great. They are. They have lost um, a whole lot of games at home, 10 for 18 from home, which the Grizzlies aren't that great from home either. But, yeah, I mean, the Bulls are – something's not working for the Bulls. And and I really just don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Daniel Tice, if it's P.J. Williams, it's Garrett Temple. Garrett Temple's been playing decent this week, uh, this week and year. Is it their bench? Tonight their bench played well. But I just – I don't know. I don't know what their problem is. And – they, they really need to address it soon because they traded a whole lot to get Vucevic for a win now when Vucevic's contract doesn't have a whole lot of time left. And so I am a little bit worried about the Chicago Bulls and my predictions because if you recall, if you listen to that podcast, which if you have not, go check that out. Um, please, I would much, much appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, w- I would be worried if I was a Chicago Bulls fan. Starting off with P.J. Williams from this game, however, with 6.6 rebounds overall, 3-for-8 from the field, 0-for-1 from 3. Our old buddy Garrett Temple, former Memphis Grizzly, I liked him. I don't know why we got rid of him. I mean, I, I say that almost every single time. I was like, oh, I like that player. Why don't we get rid of him? I said that every time. Um, but yeah, I, I did like Garrett Temple. Um, with 5 points tonight, 2 steals, 4 assists, 2-for-4 two from the field overall, 1-for-3 three from 3. Nikola Vucevic with... 24 points, not actually the leading scorer for the Chicago Bulls. They got help in another position. Um, 24 points, 14 rebounds, 3 for 4 from the free throw line, 3 for 7 from 3, and 9 for 22 from the field. And so Vucevic has been playing great. It's just the other team hasn't. Zach Levine and Vucevic go off. Kobe White does sometimes. And yeah, that's about it. I don't know why they're struggling so much. Vucevic, one of the better three-point shooting centers in the league. Um, And yeah, showed it tonight in an excellent performance. Daniel Tice had a not-as-fantastic night as he did last time against the Grizzlies. um, With 7 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 0 for 1 from 3, 3 for 6 from the field overall. And then Kobe White, first of all, hitting 7 for 7 from the free throw line, which is really, really good. And 27 points, the leader for the Chicago Bulls in second place in the game overall. Seven assists on top of that, which is still incredible to me. 
and five rebounds. Eight for 17 from the field overall, four for eight from the three-point line, and yeah, that's about it. He played amazing tonight um, in his 33 minutes of play. Played the most out of all the Bulls besides Nikola Vucevic, which is also 33 minutes. And yeah, Kobe White will sometimes just go off uh, for these 27-plus nights, and yeah, he's excellent excellent job uh being a great player so i would say kobe white uh is definitely a great young guy that the bulls have i don't know if they would could use him to trade or yeah we want to build around him with the younger zach levine as well so it'll be interesting to see uh if they can bring zach levine back because i believe his contract expires this season going into their bench now um, Young with 17 points. That's not Trey Young. It starts with the T. I almost said Trey Young, but that is obviously not Trey Young. That is Thaddeus Young, obviously. I don't know why I didn't think that. He's had a pretty good season um, so far, and throughout the season, he's, he's been pretty consistent. And once again, that's the case tonight. 17 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists for him. 8 for 15 from the field overall, 1 for 1 from 3. Cristiano Felicio with 0 points, 0 everything. He did pick up a foul in his 2 minutes of play. Laurie Marketing with just 3 points. Brown Jr. with 11 points, which is pretty good for him. And then finally, Denzel Valentine's only the guy I will mention with 4 for 7 from the field overall, 3 for 6 from 3, and 1 assist. And so... The Bulls, I mean, their bench is good, but they're 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 missing some weapons on the starting lineup position, um, and yeah, I, maybe I could just have a whole video talking about the Bulls, um, or maybe during the off season I'll try to figure out a reason why. But right now, not really working. Tonight uh, for the Bulls, however, they shot forty six percent from the field overall, thirty eight percent from the three point line, and eighty percent from the free throw line. Forty nine uh, rebounds for them, which is actually a, a pretty which is a highlight for them. They out rebounded the Grizzlies. And out, out assisted the Grizzlies, 34 to 33. They stole the ball three times. We, uh, they blocked the ball once, but they did not have great ball security with 11 turnovers. And that was like give credit to the Grizzlies. Like we forced turnovers. Uh, going going back to the Grizzlies, um, some of the guys like Killian Tilly, uh, the, the other Tilly, Xavier Tillman, Tyus Jones, guys like that. Even John Morant and Kyle Anderson getting into it tonight with stealing the ball. Uh, and yeah, they had some, they just had some errors as well, but yeah, 115 points is a lot of points, um, but just against the Grizzlies who are scoring a whole lot more recently, um, yeah, it's not gonna get it done, so final th takeaways from the game, I think we did an excellent job just controlling the pace of the game, we, it was very close up to the first, it was first and second quarter, it was tied, like, we, we finished each quarter tied, and so, I was a little bit nervous about that, um, but third quarter we come out strong, which we have been doing recently, which I absolutely love. I went from hating the third quarter to loving it in the same year because we would struggle by finishing games, especially in the third earlier in the season, but now we seem to be ending them in the third quarter and finishing them out in the fourth, and so I was really loving this. I loved to see that. So we controlled the pace well in the second half of the basketball game, and yeah, we fed Dylan Brooks. We see, oh, which guy's hot tonight? Oh, it's Dylan Brooks this time. We give him the ball. He makes it splash from three, and just he's very, very aggressive. He's a great player, um, and so yeah, Dylan Brooks was a big reason why we won this game. I think we give him a whole lot of credit, and I think we should. Um, but yeah, bench is always great. I think it's one of the best benches we in the NBA overall. That could be just me being biased, but statistically, the facts line up. And so I think this was a great game for the Grizzlies. Um, we definitely going to need it coming some of the games coming up which I'll talk about in a minute, but yeah, good to get these wins. So start off a seven-game road trip, which is actually ties the most, actually no, it is the most in franchise history. The Grizzlies continue 
uh, to surge recently. And yeah, right now we're putting us in a great position before our like we're getting the really thick and thin of this road trip. Memphis Grizzlies are still in the eighth seed of the Western Conference. 28 and 26 is our record. 12 and a half games behind the Utah Jazz, whose lead is dwindling because the Phoenix Suns are surging and the Jazz are not. The Memphis Grizzlies um, are a game and a half behind the Dallas Mavericks in the seventh seed and a game above the Golden State Warriors, two games above Sandy, uh, sorry, San Antonio, and then four games above New Orleans. And so, good position to be in. You'll love to see it. Um, Sacramento and Oklahoma City are falling out of it, and so really we need to worry about New Orleans. San Antonio and Golden State are going to be the people that we can worry about. And so, yeah, tough schedule coming up, so we're going to need some of these wins. Um, and yeah, hopefully... The Mavericks continue to lose, and as well as the Golden State and San Antonio, and of course New Orleans. I'm sorry if you like those teams. Uh, I'm sure. I mean, you you guys have great franchises, but it's time for it's time for a team that doesn't normally win uh, to win and go to the playoffs. So sorry, guys. The Memphis Grizzlies are going to try to continue that win streak um, against the Milwaukee Bucks. Justice Winslow is going to be out for this team. So is D'Anthony Melton, and Brandon Clark is doubtful, and still, Jared Jackson is not going to be playing. And so, what we need to do in this game, uh, we'll just, one, we need to win. This is going to be a tough game. Uh, we got to contain Giannis, uh, but before, before I get really into things, let's talk about injuries for the Milwaukee Bucks. The only injury uh, that the Bucks have at the moment is going to be Don Dante DiVincenzo. Sorry, I cannot read. I can pronounce your name. I just can't read. Uh, Dante Vincenzo will gonna be is gonna be out um, against the Grizzlies on Saturday, which is today. So what we need to do is we need to contain Giannis. We cannot stop Giannis. We just need to contain him. And so, Dylan, I mean you're you're smaller than him, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to play good because you're, you're our best defender. And then Valanciunas is gonna need to post up with him in the paint. Don't allow any easy buckets. That's the best that we can ask for. So hopefully we can win this game. Uh, it was it was really, really close against them last time. They won in a buzzer beater, I think it was. And so hopefully we'll be able to win this game. This will be really, really good for us and our morale and, of course, stats and winning win numbers. And so do I think we'll win this game? I don't know, but let's just say I think we can. Ex I think we should uh, be okay with a, a number in the loss column for this week. We might for for this game. We might be tied with the Warriors and other teams by that, but I mean, it's this this is a really difficult game on our schedule. We don't have very many of them left. Uh, this this road trip is actually going to be a really difficult one. Uh, before I end it, I just I'll just go ahead and talk about it just for a minute. So like like we have the Bucks today, um, and then continuing. On this win streak, we have Denver, LA, Portland, and Denver again. And so, really, really great teams, uh, especially in Milwaukee and the Clippers. Denver's been really, really strong, and then Portland's a strong team as well. And so, and their Western Conference games, which is always really, really important. So, hopefully, we'll be able to win, the, win some of these games. Uh, I don't know. We have a game tonight on NBA TV and on LA, sorry, versus LA on NBA TV. It's going to be a later game. Um, starting at 10 o'clock uh, Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central Time. So these are games that will be really important. But after that, we just have we have to, we have teams like Orlando, New York, Minnesota, Detroit, Toronto. Big games against Toronto, against New uh, New Orleans and Dallas later down the line. But probably they will be determined by then against Sacramento and then Golden State. And so by that point, the playoffs should probably be determined unless it's just really really close, which very well could be the case and so we got to make it past this road trip win some of these games again portland denver 
and Orlando because we got to play Portland all four times. Like, we had to play Portland a lot, um, I think three times. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to win some of these games in the road trip. And, yeah, against Giannis, Antetokounmpo, and the Milwaukee Bucks later tonight. But that is going to do it for me today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys absolutely did enjoy it. If you want to hear more fantastic music with the music here at the beginning and each and every end of the podcast, go check out Hardly Genius on YouTube. So he puts out some great music, so you should stop by if you have not already. Tomorrow I will have a podcast talking about the Bucks game, and then after that about the LaMarcus Aldridge retirement. I got really sick yesterday. I'm feeling better now, but I got sick yesterday, and I just really couldn't re- record. Uh, and so... I won't be doing that uh, tomorrow because we'll talk about the Bucks game, and but the next day I will be talking about uh, the Marcus Aldridge injury. Um, it, it's going to be late news. I know I always am late to the party. Uh, hopefully we can get back into getting some earlier breaking news, um, like like the podcast. So hopefully you can look forward to those two things later in the week. Also, you can find me on YouTube, my website, and wherever you listen to your podcast to continue to support me. I would really, really, really appreciate it. Links will be down in the description so you can find it easily. Finally, I hope your team is absolutely fantastic in the rest of the NBA season, unless they are playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Until next time, my name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Later. Later.